I think often it, from what I have gleaned from lots of the people that I've interviewed about this is that, you know, people from communities of color have a really different relationship with this kind of data. They have like a very different kind of relationship with their Amazon Echo because it is, you know, if you are feeling uh, alienated from outside, you come in and you feel like you can still regulate like what time do you take like your pills or, you know, when you have to pick up somebody. And there is a way of, you know, practicing English. Some people said that they used it in that way. And so when you then realize that actually you're just feeding like, you know, the, the, the buying and consuming of this technology, which ultimately sort of disenfranchises you you suddenly like find yourself as part of this cycle and you know people would always look at this and say oh well you know the only way to solve this is like having more developers of color oh you just have to have programmers of color oh you just have to like put them in the company and it's like that is such a redundant and short-sighted solution to this like it's, it's the same it's that same sort of li uh, fundamentally liberal assumption which is hmm there's a housing crisis better build in everyone's back gardens like there is the simp the simple solution to this is it's not a technical problem or a staffing problem it's a it's a problem of like of the of the model itself of this of infinite growth and increasing control. But, you have but, to but 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 what if we diversified the problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I was going to say was that like it's kind of the, the you have to work on the basis that like they see it as a problem to begin with, right? And when you have like an entire billion dollar com billion dollar industry built on data retention and data collection, um, there's no way to kind of like not you know there's no way for them to kind of see that as an issue because mm. it would almost mean well, it, would ha it would fundamentally mean that you would have to like you know destroy a lot of kind of you have to destroy all of San Francisco, right? Mm. In oh, order to no. kind of, yeah. Uh, and, and, damn, I just I, had to do the plot. Yeah. Damn, I just bought a, I just bought a home and sold my backyard. <laughs> Quickly, call, call Ed Harris. I feel uh, I feel yeah. conflicted about it though because on one hand, what you've seen um, certainly in East Asian markets is that you know, for instance, like following those reports in 2015 and 2016, that you know, Snapchat filters were being used and it would say like, "Open your eyes" when people already had their eyes open, or they couldn't differentiate between different facial types so everyone could unlock everybody's iphone x for, like lock screen like oh god the, what, what? so many so many boyfriends were like well why were you looking at my phone <laughs> but like the solution was actually that you know companies from within the region were like okay we're just going to completely use our own thing and so now the way that you know a lot of east asian markets use tech as you know to communicate is completely different and you know they're using weibo and they're using like different stickers and whatever so they are like okay fuck you we don't want to use like your version of siri in like my like tokyo based home anyway so it's calm so on one hand i'm like yeah like fucking destroy and rebuild like just do your own thing in your own market that that works for you but then equally, I'm like, oh, it's just us thickos that are like the second and third generation immigrants mm. living in like UK and US and surrounding areas that will really feel how disenfranchised that life experience is going to be in like the next 50 years for us. So like, hopefully things will get better. But I think for like me and Hussein, like, yeah, it's pretty pretty fucked. It's gonna be shit. Only for like, <laughs> I think only for like 60 years though. <laughs> David, we David, might not even survive for that like, long. So. <laughs> David Vance goes to open a Snapchat filter and it just does the dog tongue but coming out of his giant chin. <laughs> oh God. Um, I think really like the other, the, the, 
one of the things I, I tend to think about when I, I think of the problems to do with the private holding of data is that like Lori, um, I, like I'm sorry, not not Lori, Matt, Matt Lawrence, um, <laughs> Lori Leighton Langburn's um, uh, frequent partner in crime. But Matt Lawrence talks a lot about open data and the idea that this data is being collected, held and used um, and manipulated and so on by companies who keep it very secret and very walled off, who collect it from you and then hoard it. That's a core part of the, like we could either balkanize into ethnostates with different kinds of Siri or like, this, uh, this sort of simple cut through solution is one of open data where that where all of a sudden the the fact that the, the, all of these barriers in, in industry stop mattering so much if people can just access their own data and then control how it's used and it's it's essentially just puts it all down to much more democratic control rather than allowing like the three guys with like back room back backyard um uh flats to decide like who counts as a person and again, who counts it, as a bollard it's it's not necessarily just about like access to data but it's also about you know so what you know one of the big things when we talk about data is also about storage and you know so a, a good example of this is there's an actual name for it but it's called like amazon oh. amazon web services no, no, but it's kind of like Amazon, you know, so for, you know, all the Fortnite servers are run mm -hmm. on like Amazon Central Server. We'll call it Amazon Central Server, but I'm pretty sure. Like, Someone who works Amazon. at Amazon, delete the mechs out of Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, basically the idea that like if, if, you know, Amazon retains all this data and that's fundamental to how like these multiplayer, you know, these, these uh, online games work. If um, it would, it would not be able to work under like open data plans. Or under like, or it might be able. To so we'd lose San Francisco and Fortnite. Oh we would, no, we would. Um, you know, but like, there's so much data that's retained on this kind of network of servers, and like, you know, because there are so many of them, and they're kind of all you know, networked together and everything. That is, you know, so for like professional gamers, for example, they rely on these servers because it's like, you know, um, that's how. I get like my, I, that's how I get, get advantages when it comes to like speed or when it comes to like interactions and stuff like that. Now, obviously that's just in the context of gaming. Sure. Um, but what it does go to show is that like, even with all, even with like loads of data available, like, um, you know, you also need like a new physical infrastructure to which, and that like opens up a bunch of other questions as well. It opens up like, well, if you have like a system of open data, then uh, what's the environmental impact of like creating a bunch of like different server networks, right? Uh, what about, and this is kind of where I think, I think a lot of crypto is like really, you know, we, we joked around like a while ago about like cryptocurrency, like burning the earth because oh, it, of it how is. much energy, and it is, right? Uh -huh. You know, with it, with, it, with it to mining and stuff. All but, that's happened is it's just been overtaken yeah. by a lot of literal fire. But lots of yeah. people who are having conversations about open data are also having conversations about like, how can we use like blockchain in ways that are, like much more democratic and there is like an argument for that so there's a project in new york that like has created its own blockchain systems which is designed to kind of like help prisoners communicate with the outside world so we've got like some examples there but it's also worth thinking about like the type of infrastructure we would have to build when we're thinking about like a completely radical like a radically different internet is also one that has like its own impact as right. well. Right. And also how you battle effectively against a political climate, which mm. gives you a lot of uh, reasons why you wouldn't kind of do open source like facial recognition. Mm. Whereas like that works for voice data. So Common Voice, which is Mozilla's project, that works because, you know, all right, you might want to lend your voice along with like a load of other people saying sort of random sentences, but then doing like open source is anything that you could be recognizable. It's fuckery. Just holding up my big foam finger that says, 
read capital. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, thinking about cryptocurrency destroying the earth, can I interest you in my new Brazilian export of Logcoin? <laughs> uh, don't worry, we're burning down the Amazon rainforest, but we can use it to buy heroin. <laughs> right. um, so um, I hope all of the, I hope anyway, all of the listeners also are wearing your big foam fingers that just say marks on them <laughs> to answer the question of how do we build that political system that will create these open, shared, common resources. Um, God, I really want a foam finger that says marks on it. We're gonna have to start selling those. Uh, I want a foam. I want no. I want. I want to have a wide variety of um, different foam fingers uh, that I can wear based. It's on like my Homer's mood. penance. Yeah. Like the the one where he's in court that just says justice, but it's for Mark. I mean, I mean we pa- we can get them made, but you know, again, there's a, there's a whole other issue of like, you know, on the one hand we want to save the environment, but on the other hand we keep like ordering bun, you know, <laughs> just just stuff. spraying CFCs into the atmosphere because um, we ne- we want a novelty foam finger. I've, I've recently I've recently ordered a, a custom mug from Vista Print that I'm yeah. very excited. To so receive. like, so you're, you're contri- you know, at, at what point are you going to get like trash future like? Funko Pops and stuff. Oh, mm. I want to be. I don't want to be a Funko Pop though, because those those are only own, owned by like soy dads. Fun, Funko Pop, but there was a. You know, we'll talk about this at some other point. But like, <laughs> Funko, Pop, so we'll Funko Pops are so later. bad. They're so so bad for the environment, um, <laughs> and they suck. So no, yeah, no I, damn. I, I, I'm with you on this one. I'm saying we are an anti Funko Pop podcast. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm. Um, Let's just say I'm getting a, a mug made of a good friend of the show who has recently dearly departed. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> no, uh, F- Funko Pops. Funko Pops are graven idols, and as such, are a, a horrible sin. So, <laughs> Dimnatio memoriae. I dump all of the Funko Pops of my enemies into a grain <laughs> treasure. Truth, truth has come. Falsehood has vanished. I am smashing all of my Funko Pops with a big stick. Okay. All right. Uh, before we before we we head out, um, to go smash up all the Funko Pops because they're graven images. <laughs> um, 